Hello and welcome to the Lancet podcast. Richard Lane with you here on Wednesday, November the 23rd. This week, statins and coronary heart disease. We published data from the Heart Protection Study, the Lancet, you may recall, published original data from the trial back in 2002. And this week, we publish online important follow-up data concerning long-term efficacy and safety. Earlier, my colleague Eric Niesner spoke to one of the authors from the Heart Protection Study Collaborative Group at the University of Oxford Clinical Trials Service Unit, Dr. Richard Bulbulia. Hello, I'm here with Dr. Richard Bulbulia from the Heart Protection Study Collaborative Group in Oxford. This research concerns long-term follow-up data from the Heart Protection Study, which was published in The Lancet in 2002. Can you briefly remind listeners of the key findings from this original research? Between 1994 and 1997, over 20,000 men and women at increased vascular risk were recruited into HPS and randomly allocated either 40 milligrams of simvastatin daily or matching placebo. Now, the randomised phase of this trial lasted around five years, and allocation to simvastatin, which lowered LDL cholesterol by around 1 millimole, was associated with a reduction in the risk of major vascular events of around one quarter. Major vascular events is a composite primary endpoint comprising non-fatal heart attacks or coronary death, fatal or non-fatal stroke, and coronary and non-coronary revascularizations. These benefits were apparent in women as well as men, the elderly, those with diabetes, and, importantly, those with average or below average cholesterol levels at baseline. These results and those of other statin trials have led to increasingly large numbers of patients worldwide being prescribed statins to lower LDL cholesterol and consequently their vascular risk. The research that's just been published aimed to investigate the long-term effects of statin use both in terms of prolonged efficacy and safety. What are the safety concerns about long-term statin use and where is the evidence for these concerns? Well, Erica, some of those listening might be old enough to remember the cholesterol controversy. But briefly, around 30 years ago, there were significant concerns about the safety of lowering cholesterol significantly. These concerns were based on observational studies which showed an association between low blood cholesterol concentrations and an increased risk of cancer and other major non-vascular morbidity and mortality. Now, whilst it was considered likely that this association was due to something called reverse causality, whereby the disease, which may be subclinical, causes low cholesterol rather than the converse. Earlier trials of statins were too small with too few non-vascular outcomes to reliably address such concerns. And unfortunately, because of this, the widespread use of statins was delayed for some years. And it was only following the results of large randomized statin trials like HPS and subsequent meta-analyses that the safety of statins, at least in the short to medium term, was established. Uh, more recently, observational studies have suggested an association between statin use and increases in the rates of various cancers. These findings are probably explained by confounding. But randomized trials, such as HPS, are not prone to confounding or other forms of bias, hence the importance of extended follow-up of such trials. Please briefly summarize for us the methods and the follow-up in this analysis. Looking first at the methods, we continue to follow up all surviving HPS participants, of whom there were over 17,000 during the post-trial period. These patients provided information about their post-trial statin use and non-fatal events via annual postal questionnaires, and we supplemented these reports with cause-specific mortality and incident cancer data via central registries. The present study reports around six years post-trial follow-up, which, when combined with the five-year in-trial data, 
gives us a mean total follow-up of around 11 years. The vast majority of participants remain blind to their original statin allocation, and post-trial statin use was similar in both groups. So the intention to treat analysis in the present study provides a really reliable assessment of the benefits and risks of five years allocation to 40 milligrams of simvastatin daily during an 11-year follow-up period. And what were the key findings? There are really three main findings of this study. First, during the randomized phase of the trial, the absolute benefits of statin therapy increased as treatment continued, with year-on-year reductions of around one quarter after the first year. Second, these absolute benefits persist during the post-trial period when statin use and lipid levels were similar in both groups. Now, these two findings show that starting statins early and continuing them long-term is necessary to maximise reductions in major vascular events. Related to these two findings, the third finding, and that is that statin therapy appears safe with no hazards, such as an excess risk of cancer or other major non-vascular morbidity or mortality emerged during the 11-year post-trial period. Does this analysis provide definitive answers about long-term statin use, both in terms of safety and efficacy? Yes, they do. These results are based on large numbers of major vascular events, instant cancers, and deaths. And this, coupled with our study design, such as randomised allocation, maintained blinding, and intention to treat analysis, makes these results uniquely reliable. Furthermore, they are broadly consistent with the results of post-trial follow-up of five other statin trials. Now, whilst 11 years might still not be long enough for harmful effects on cancer to emerge fully, and follow-up does continue, it is reassuring to note that no such adverse trend was noted even during the latter years of the follow-up period. The HBS data concern use of simvastatin specifically. Is the current analysis applicable to other statins also? Yes, Erica, it probably is. We have shown that lowering LDL cholesterol by around 1 millimole for five years is both effective and safe. Now, we use simvastatin in HPS, but it seems reasonable to assume that this should hold true for other currently prescribed statins. The CTT meta-analysis suggests that the benefits associated with LDL-lowering therapy are common across this class of drugs and affected more by the intensity of lipid-lowering therapy rather than by which statin is used. Whilst the risks of myopathy a rare side effect associated with statin therapy does vary between the drug used. Medium-term follow-up in this meta-analysis and long-term follow-up of trials using pravastatin, fluvastatin, and atorvastatin, as well as simvastatin, suggests no specific safety concerns across the range of statins studied. And to conclude, a quick summary of the key messages for clinicians and patients concerning long-term statin use. Well, it's quite simple. To maximise the benefits of lipid-lowering therapy, all those at increased vascular risk should start taking statins early and continue taking them long-term. Our findings of long-term safety will be very reassuring to all doctors who prescribe statins and the millions of patients who take these drugs daily to prevent vascular disease. Many thanks, Dr Richard Bulbulia. Thank you. And do look out for the comment alongside this important research article. Well, many thanks to Richard Bulbulia, to Erica Niesner, and to you all for listening. See you next time.